I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily, and my name is Matthew Aaron. Today on the show, how upcoming crypto wallet restrictions will affect you, how Finney's Twitter account might be memorialized, and an early Bitcoiner regrets selling his 55,000 Bitcoins. Coming up today on the Decrypt Daily. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. Today is Friday. Happy Friday, by the way. December 18th, 2020. I told you yesterday that I was going to give you my thoughts on Tenet, the new Christopher Nolan movie that you can buy. And I just bought it. I watched it a couple nights ago. And look, Christopher Nolan is a masterful movie maker. The way that he works with time in all of his movies, pretty much, besides, I think, the Batman series. Well, even the first Batman, he worked with time quite quite a lot, bouncing back and forth and going to reflect on how Batman was created or made or emerged and trained himself. Anyway, he, he really works with time interestingly, and he never seems to try to push how time works, either layering time or, in Tenet's case, going backwards in time, going backwards and then forward in time and having like a, a loop of time. But if you haven't seen it, there's no spoilers, so don't worry. But with Tenet, it's almost like he took pieces of all of his movies and put them together in this movie, like Legos, but left out the... I guess the mo- emotional aspect of it. It seemed a little flat. It seemed a little dull. I-, I love the movie, and I'm gonna watch it again because you have to watch it twice to make sure that you get all the bits and pieces to put the whole story together. It's pretty complex. It really warps your mind. It makes you think through the whole movie. It makes you pay attention. But when you're watching the movie, you can see little bits and pieces of all of his other movies coming into it. So when I watch the movie, I kind of feel like I already saw it. And at the same time, I feel that I wish I had more. So I'm going to give it like a 7.5, not like a 9, like I put Interstellar up there, or a 9.5, like I put Inception or Memento. But a 7.5, still solid movie, but it's missing something. But one thing I don't want you to miss is today's crypto prices. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. And I'm recording this at 1.15 Eastern Standard Time. Bitcoin is sitting at $22,808, down 3.5% from yesterday. But never fear, $22,800 Bitcoin is a very good price for Bitcoin. And we're still going up. Ethereum is sitting at 646.57, down 3.5% from yesterday. Litecoin, 107.80, up a half a percent. Chainlink, 13.47, down 5.5%. And XRP, 57.3 cents, down 10.2% from yesterday. Total market cap, we're sitting at $645.4 billion, with a BTC dominance of 65.3%. And the top news today. How upcoming crypto wallet restrictions will affect you? The U.S. Treasury is expected to impose transaction reporting restrictions on self-hosted crypto wallets soon. Here's what it means. So if you are a money service business like Coinbase, you're going to have to basically follow the bank rules. If somebody sends X amount of big transactions or deposits, they're going to have to report it. And of course, KYC and AML. Other restrictions, they're not too sure about, but they're just going to act like a bank. Now, self-hosted crypto wallets, like for example, your ledgers and things like that, you're going to be required to give them a government ID, birth date, permanent address, your name, of course, to register 
with the government, your wallet. Coinbase CEO Brian Armstrong says, now that's kind of problemsome because what if you are someone that doesn't have a permanent address? I mean, homeless, if you live in poverty, if you rent maybe day to day, month to month, you could be bouncing around a lot. And which really is unfortunate, but I mean, crypto wallets is unfortunate in uh, that way, but it's unfortunate for them in general because that puts them out of a lot of different services that they can receive, by the way, not just hosting your crypto wallet, but that is a big problem that Brian Armstrong brings up for people that don't have a permanent address. There's a little posse in Congress that oppose these regulations. One person, Congressman Warren Davidson, is pretty vocal about it, and he tweeted, I'm troubled by these rumors that Steve Mnuchin plans to enact burdensome regulations on digital self-hosted wallets. My colleagues, Tom Ember, Ted Budd, and Representative Scott Perry have sent letters to the U.S. Treasury urging him to rethink these regulations and consult with Congress on fintech. We're not too sure how this is all going to roll out. We're not too sure what the regulations are going to be. However, it could be very soon that you will need to provide your ID, your address, your phone number, your date of birth, and so on and so forth for your self-hosted crypto wallets. And these crypto exchanges or crypto banks like Coinbase will just have to follow the rules of a bank. The Twitter account of computer scientist Hal Finney, one of Bitcoin's earliest developers, could soon be commemorated after the platform, Twitter that is, rolls out new account policies next year. Now, Finney is one of those people that everybody believes could have been Satoshi, but he passed away in 2014 after battling a lifelong complications with ALS. After he passed, by the way, he was cryogenically frozen. So, you never know, you could see him walking around in the future. Twitter users have long demanded better policies and recognition for accounts belonging to deceased users. In 2019, Twitter even received backlash after proposing the automatic deletion of inactive accounts. A move that would mean accounts belonging to deceased users would just vanish. So that means, imagine that if famous people or people that you loved or how finny, you know, died, people knew they died, they'll just delete the accounts. That's all their tweets, that's histories, that's memories, that's videos, that's live streams. So anyway, long story short, is Twitter didn't move forward with that. And they said, and quote, we know how important it is to preserve a Twitter account in the memory of someone who has passed, end quote. So soon, they're going to be adding and unveiling a new account type that's specifically designed to memorialize these accounts, which is going to be great for Hal Finney and many more that has passed that we love. This next story is like boo-hoo-hoo, boo-hoo-hoo, but also boo-hoo-hoo, boo-hoo-hoo. A guy had 55,000 Bitcoins, early Bitcoin adopter, back in 2011, and sold them between fifteen and $30,000 which at that price would have been $850,000 to $1.6 million. He went to Japan. He even went to Mt. Gox's offices to see the exchange in, in practice because I guess he's a big Mt. Gox slash Bitcoin fan. And he bought a studio apartment. However, if he held on to his Bitcoin till today, which, you know, if you bought Bitcoin back in, you know, 2010, it was pennies and then it went up to $15 and $30 where he sold it at and got, you know, a million dollars for his Bitcoin. It's very hard to not say that you did the right thing. However, if he held it till today, he would have about $1.2 billion. That's $1.2 billion. Who would have known? Who would have known this Bitcoin thing back in 2011, 2012, that he already became a millionaire from, would have made him a billionaire? He's not broken up about it. He understands that money doesn't buy happiness, and you can be happy with what you got. And also, look, if you own your house, own real estate, and all you have to do is pay your property taxes, Life is pretty good. So congrats to him, but damn. Monkey see, monkey do. 
The developers of Ethereum crypto mixer Tornado Cash have proposed issuing a governance token called TORN. According to the plan, a certain portion of TORN will be airdropped to the project's early supporters. Yes, just like Uniswap. The holders will be able to make proposals and vote to change the protocol or cash out with free money. Everybody knows Justin Sun, the founder of Tron. And everybody always goes crazy when he does these giveaways. Remember the Tesla one and some Tron giveaways and all these things? Well, he garnishes like thousands of retweets and thousands of likes on his tweets. Well, a data researcher found that these are just bots. Lots of them are bots. Just liking and retweeting his stuff. Oh, Twitter bots are like this type of software that impersonates humans and performs tasks that resemble those of everyday Twitter users, such as liking tweaks and following people. So he used these bots to make it look like he's getting a lot of engagement, but he's actually not. And this news is going to be really short because this comes as no surprise to anyone. And finally, Grammy-nominated rapper Megan Thee Stallion, also known as The Other Wop, is giving out... <laughs> I wasn't expecting to say that. That made me laugh is giving out $1 million in Bitcoin via Twitter. It's the result of a partnership with Cash App. Cash App is part of Square, which is led by Twitter CEO, Jack Dorsey. And here comes my rant slash two cents. Okay, we understand that celebrity endorsements are gonna come into the crypto space sooner or later. However, this now makes the space super, super confusing. How long have we been saying? Very easily. If Snoop Dogg, if Elon Musk, if Bill Gates, if anybody, The Rock maybe, tries to give out Bitcoin, we will give you Bitcoin, and puts that in Twitter and tweets it, it's probably a scam. You send me one Bitcoin, I send you two. It's probably a scam. Now, Grammy-nominated rapper, the other WAP, is going to run a promotion to give out Bitcoin on Twitter. How are we going to know which ones are real and which ones are fake? And I don't even know if I even trust this one. The thing is, we will get celebrity endorsements in crypto. And for companies, and for maybe even Coinbase, they will have those celebrity endorsements, those faces that they will put on commercials and they will use for their brand. But with this whole space being plagued with scams by these famous faces, by the Elon Musk instead of Elon Musk, by the Bill Gates instead of Bill Gates, how are we going to be able to distinguish which ones are real and which ones are fake? Twitter, instead of running this on your platform, what you should do first is figure out how to distinguish which ones are real, which ones are fake, and make sure that people do not get caught up in one of these giveaways, because this sounds appealing, and I would love to take part in it, and so would everybody else, but this clouds the whole landscape, and it's a slippery slope till Bill Gates and Elon Musk runs their own $1 million Bitcoin giveaways, and we can't tell the difference. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Aaron. Don't forget to go to Facebook and like our page and join our group where you can see the videos of the interviews that I do. And I put the show notes in there so you guys can have easy access to them. Also, don't forget to go to Apple Podcasts, like, subscribe, rate us, and leave us a comment. It helps us stay visible so people can get the crypto news. I'll see you tomorrow. I'll be back because the price is just crazy. I can't go anywhere. Happy hodling, and I'll see you tomorrow.